many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of faking Star Wars radio. That's right, it's another summer extravaganza episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. My name is Storm Duper, and with me here in the blazing hot studio are Vegan the Hut and Teeb Rontor. It's going to be a great episode. We've got a fake ad, lots of topics about Disney content that's being created as we speak in the boiler room of the Disney Studios, and some other fun surprises. Don't go anywhere. Well, uh, Vegan... You know, it's unsightly uh, to see a man of your um, rotund uh, physique in the heat of the desert. Uh, and the, the, the temperature here in the studio, since the air conditioner broke, have spiked through the red. Uh, the mercury thermometers have shattered. We're breathing in mercury fumes. You know, how is this going for you in, in the heat of this dreaded summer uh, for you as a hut? It's very unfortunate because... It makes me, although you can't see it on my forehead, it makes me sweat a lot. And I actually sweat through my folds. So um, <laughs> so when I sweat, I actually am losing um, rotundness. Um, my my seat is very moist right now with, with the sweat folds. And um, it's, it's just not good. But, uh, you know, Teeb, he's looking very good. He's got... Uh, nice uh, sunburn coming in how how's summer been going so far for you teeb yeah handsome as ever the summer is as you know the peak of sith supremacy so uh i am uh reveling in it um and uh just really enjoying it and i understand that uh the rotundness of a of a hut does uh determine his value in the hierarchical society of things so are you worried about losing any status there uh vegan dude what's your problem why do you have to bring that up like why do you I- have I'm to hot. go there I'm hot. I'm very hot. This climate change is the biggest threat in the world right now. But because we live in Star Wars world, every planet has its own climate. So we just have to get off of this damn planet and go to the next damn planet and ruin that one. And then we can find another one to, you know, to fix. And then we'll go there. Dude, look outside. Look, Look at the sand dunes. Look how beautiful they are. I mean, I'm in Dagobah. I don't know where you are, but I'm in Dagobah. It's swampy. It's hot. And when you think of hot swamp, what do you think of? It, what, what sticks? What sticks to your mind? Maybe what sticks to the inside of your leg? Let's just leave it at that. Hot blubber. My, well, my toes kind of get sticky when I uh, put on my sneakers. Uh, yeah, your sneakers, your special socks that you have to wear for your special shoes that don't exist. My toe socks? Toe socks. <laughs> Hot toast. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh dear. We Coming gotta... soon on the faking Star Wars uh, Teespring. That's right. On our on our T-shirt and merch site, we're gonna start selling a uh, hot toe socks. Um, bit. I'll buy whatever whatever helps bring my core temperature down because yes. it's hot as b a l l s around here. By the time this podcast is released, they'll already have been created and uploaded at bit.ly slash fsw merch. So check it out. Um, incidentally, we do have a lot of great deals on there right now. Uh, things are on sale for the summer. Uh, t-shirts, nice and cool. So uh, definitely check that out. So, guys, um, you know, one of the things that's going on right now is the, you know, it's almost uh, it's almost bizarre uh, to think about it that uh, I don't think they've ever been producing more Star Wars content at any one time than right now, this second. 
And yet, the information we're getting is so sporadic and bizarre and 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 shady and and hard to trust. Um, thank goodness that you have the reputable uh, Faking Star Wars uh, crew here to help guide you through uh, what has been a whirlwind uh, post-pandemic, post-COVID-19 uh, lockdown. Uh, studios are now starting to open up, and it, we're getting back to it. So, um, now, Teeb, have you seen any of the stuff recently for the Cassian Endor a television show that has been leaking out there like a like a water balloon? Well, I did hear that they wanted Vince Vaughn, um, but uh, he was considered unattractive by Disney. Not physically unattractive, mm-hmm. but socially unattractive because he likes <laughs> blaster rifles and he likes boobies and things of that nature that Disney frowns upon right now. So I would really love to see Vince Vaughn. He was barred from Disney for liking boobies? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't make up these rules. This is Disney. That seems that seems sexist in some way or like heterophobic. Well, I'm a big fan know. of alliteration, so I was really rooting for Vince Vaughn, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen for him. Ugh, it's terrible. Well, some of these set photos are pretty remarkable. We, you know, we've got a lot of stuff, a lot of different costumes here. I see a lot of white supremacists. Oh, God. <laughs> You get it because they're all wearing white. <laughs> right, right. So one of my favorite. That's my favorite outfit. That's my favorite outfit, by the way. If I ever did join the five hundred first, that's what I would be—an intelligence officer, because they just look badass. Yes. So one of my favorite shots here depicts what seems to possibly be Director Krennic in the background, or at least people wearing the same uh, white coats. Yeah, Do that's th- the intelligence agency. Yeah, Imperial do you think? Intelligence. I mean, does this confirm that Director Krennic? of the mil- Imperial Military Department of Advanced Weapons Research is going to be in uh, the Cassian Andor show? Well, what else is he doing? Ben Mendelsohn? Do you I, see at the yeah. bottom of that photo that looks like there's like a Jedi or something? Oh, yes, you're right. And Yeah. That looks like ginger. Conan O'Brien. You need to get your <laughs> eyes fixed, Yeah, bro. there is actually a ginger Jedi-looking guy oh, uh, in the God. same shot. Interesting. Could That's that be Conan like O'Brien Obi-Wan Kenobi's, Obi-Wan Kenobi's long-lost brother we've heard so much of? Conan ah. Kenobi. Conan Kenobi! I love it. Yeah. That's canon. <laughs> huh, huh. It's kind of like amazing a weird... would that be if Conan O'Brien was in Star Wars? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Bill Burr, he, he managed. He did great. Nerds' brains would start to pour out of their noses from excitement. I mean, they wouldn't be able to contain it. It's like Rick and Morty in Star Wars. It'd be the same kind of thing for them. The the set here is interesting. It, it looks sort of like a, a canal, like an artificial canal that you might find in some city like San Antonio or some other pretentious. It looks like there's like scuba downtown. divers underneath the water or something. Huh. Can huh. we talk about how you keep having all these hot men ads show up? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you mean on my on my web browser? I think it's just yeah. a, a function of uh, of you being Oh, here. I know what it's a function of. I it's, know what it's a function of. It's listening in uh, to your computer, Teeb. Um, Why is there a sexy Kevin Smith is what I want to know. That doesn't even make any sense. Vegan, if there are uh, if there are scuba divers, could this be like the first chance that we get in our uh, an underwater lightsaber fight? Ooh, uh, definitely not. I think they're going back to the roots uh, of you know good Star Wars lore and going down to the Gungan city. Oh, oh God, not the Gungans. We're gonna return to that view. They're great. They're they're a little less intelligent. But they make really good, um, you know, business deals with me. 
You know what I don't and, like about Gungans? They live underwater. So what happens when they fart? Where does that go? Well, you saw the bubbles in the picture. Oh, there you go. Or it could be like one of those uh, those video shows. But they live in know, those domes. Like... So everything just stays in that dome. So they're just walking around in their farts all the time. It doesn't go away. It really <laughs> bothers me. The, the internal pressure, you know, underneath the water would eventually hit, hit disequilibrium and they would like explode though anyway, right? Unless they had like God a willing. release valve that they opened up occasionally. Mm. Yeah. Well, a fart release valve. Yeah, a fart release. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gun- what you're seeing there in that picture. Then that makes sense. You're seeing little Gungan farts coming up to the top. I mean, this being summer and all, you know, thinking about the water and stuff, I I just couldn't get this image out of my head of Gungans gone wild. You know, like, <laughs> mm. and no. it's like, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I would not. So. Well, it'll be interesting. Are, are you excited, Teeb, for for Cassian Andor? Are you looking forward to it? With I'm bated I'm breath? very I'm very much looking forward to it because he, like I said in the beginning of Rogue One, he's the head of the Resistance, and he kills this one guy just because he's weak, and he might be a liability. Hmm. I mean, that's some like French Resistance type stuff in World War Two. You know, for it's sure, like, for uh, sure. You might you might rat us all out. Got to kill you. It's nothing personal. It's just you're a weak person and so i'm going to kill you and that's the first time we see cassian endor on screen by the way he kills that guy why are you so, calling him cassian endor he's not called endor it's Andor. what am i calling him endor Andor. Andor. andorra on, on, like like on andorra that little country in the middle of spain because he's latino so they have to give some homage to that at least with his last but name that's, but but this is a long time ago in a galaxy far far away a long time ago yeah, that's far, just far a rhetorical device to to implant us with social uh, critical theory, Teeb. <laughs> well, that's banned in my state, so I don't know anything <laughs> about that. So maybe this is the colonizer in me, but I was pronouncing it andor, and like and 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 the word or and ah, or. Oh, okay. It's so like we... they don't know what it is. Eh, Cassian and or eh, and or not Cassian. <laughs> He's a man and or a woman. <laughs> there you hey, go. That's in it's, line that's with that. Right those Disney. are my new pronouns, and or. <laughs> and or, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, those are conjunctions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very Whatever. it's very uh, pronounist of people to not ask <laughs> what what are your personal conjunctions as well? Like they only ask for your pronouns. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> Anyway, I am excited because I, I, I loved Rogue One. I thought it was a great movie. Um, and, and why not build it up? Because we've heard about uh, Cassian's background, you know, since he's been in this fight since I was six years old. And um, so I, I think there's a lot of story to tell here, stuff that we've never, never seen. Oh, wait. So they're going to start when he's six years old like they did with Darth Vader and everybody's oh, going to complain about that like they did with Darth Vader. Oh, why do you have to start when he's six years old? What's the most exciting thing he's going to do? Get into a pod race? What's the most exciting thing Cassian Andor is going to do? Uh, play jacks and lose? I don't know. Sell some tacos on the streets? Sell some tacos. <laughs> on the streets so of racist. Coruscant? <laughs> I don't even think he's Latino. I think he's Italian. Oh, the actor? No, he's, oh, he's Mexican. Oh, he's Mexican? He's definitely very Mexican. Oh, yeah. He's proud of his Mexican heritage. That's like Spanish-Italian. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so there has also been some uh, rooting and tooting out there in the internet world that we might 
end up seeing Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Andor show. And that the Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries may segue into this somehow, or they might take up the story in different ways. Uh, Vegan, are you hoping for uh, on your knees, you know, your your blubbery (laughs) knees, praying to the force for Obi-Wan Kenobi to be in this Andor show? What no, knees? because uh, I'm not I'm not as specifically excited about this show at all. Like I don't really care to watch it. I will because of Star Wars, but uh, no, I'm not as excited about this show as mm. I am the Obi Wan show. But um, yeah, I could definitely see them doing a little like they like they've been doing with like the Marvel shows, trying to lead the shows one into the other and they all you know work together like poetry um you know it could happen but eh i i, I would rather have just obi-wan on his own because i don't see i don't see Andor and obi-wan ever ca- crossing paths yeah i just don't see it i, I think it'd be a stretch it'd be too shoehorned in sorry to bring up shoes i know it's sensitive t- topic of vegan but i i think it would be too Shoeist. shoehorned in it would be it would be oh and here's obi-wan kenobi we'll just go over here and oh I'll just run into him and it's like it's like when uh what's his duck um ed sheeran was on game of thrones and everybody got all bent oh, they're yeah. like you know it that, was so that obvious felt- Contrived. Well, maybe this yeah. ginger Jedi is Ed Sheeran. It kind of looks like him with shorter hair. He I guess. Oh, loves Star Wars. Oh, really? Like we could probably get him on this show if we told him that we worked for Disney and that we were producers, and that he was going to be. We could the, probably the steal all his money too if we lied to, to him as well. On our show, <laughs> we could do that too. I mean, if we're going to yeah. go to prison, we might as well go like go big or go hard, right? Or go big or go home, right? So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I think that Obi-Wan should be on this because I think that it needs to connect the Mon Mothma sort of plotline from Revenge of the Sith that they started developing, you know, in all those deleted scenes that never never got in the movie because they were terrible. Um, if you've ever watched those and you had any any hint of any idea that, that you know, Lucas was doing his finest work on that movie – Watch those deleted scenes, and you just be which like, one? Which one are you talking about? In in Revenge of the Sith, there Revenge was Revenge of the Sith. Okay, there was an entire subplot. Uh, you know, bringing in the rebels, um, Mon Mothma as a young a young teenager, uh, you know, a young social activist, uh, <laughs> terrorist. Know. Yeah. Yes, and and uh, those scenes were literally like watching someone else eat cardboard. I mean, it wasn't even <laughs> as boring as eating cardboard yourself. Um, and so I, I would like them to, to re, revitalize those because Mon Mothma is such a dynamic character uh, in, in Return of the Jedi. You know, her character arc is so compelling, almost as much so as uh, what's-her-face in Last Jedi, um, Amalyn Holdo. You know, in, in one sense, you might say that they're foils for one another. So I would love mm. to see her character expanded upon. Um, maybe she comes from like a dark, dingy background. Like, can't you picture Mon Mothma having sort of like returned to redemption after running like a prostitution ring on Dagobah <laughs> or something? You know, she's like this scuzz bag of a woman. She fell out, out of favor after the after the Empire came to power, but now she's sort of being redeemed and called back into the light. 
um she had, ah. she got she got her tattoos like you know colored over and and now she's pristine again that would be yeah. a didn't, compelling plot line didn't they get uh the game of thrones uh writers to help with some of the star wars stuff maybe that maybe that's how they bring obi-wan in where he he like leaves the brothel and he's like you know, wrapping up his robe again, and mm. and then you see Mon Mothma, <laughs> and then <laughs> that's how they connect the story. You know, you mean Benny up and Weiss, Benny up and Weiss. Hey, kids! Only one week to sign up for the bestest summer at Camp Vegan. Camp Vegan is the veganest place on earth. Camp Vegan is built on an actual Tuscan Raider burial ground located below Mount Avalanche where the singing dunes will sing you softly to sleep. We've got archery, wallet making in our sweatshop, in our indoor palace, long desert walkabouts, underground mining, and blur rides. And for you skinny kids out there, my exclusive vegan program of diet and ridicule will really get results. And the best part is, when you come to Camp Vegan, you'll get to spend the summer with me, Vegan the Hut, honest to Jabba. Our camp counselors, Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, and Wada will be there to help you in any situation. Don't we get to roast marshmallows? Shut up and eat your pine cone. So come on out to Tatooine's favorite summer camp, Camp Vegan. Camp Vegan is a registered trademark of the Faking Star Wars Corporation. All rights reserved. I would like to say something about Mon Mothma. And what I'd like to say is, do you think that we will find out one of whatever her maneuver is? The Mon Mothma maneuver. The Mon Mothma the, maneuver. The Moth Mover. The, mo- the Moth Mover? Ooh. The Mon Mover. Now, is Mon her, like, her first name? Like, like yo, Mon? Or is, the, is that a title? I think it's like, like a Don is... or like a Moth. Moth um, is masculine. Mon is female. Mon. Okay, but is she a fan of Godzilla? Like Mothma sounds way too close to Mothra. Like, oh, and what, then, what's yeah, up that, with that? The masculine feminine thing doesn't work with Moth and Mon because that would make the Mon Calamari all f- one person and female too. Ooh. Hmm. True. Maybe huh. it is uh, an homage to Mothma, and she's going to explode out with some wings maybe that's her second form she can take and we just don't know that yet <laughs> okay she's a projection into our dimension of a of a giant winged uh, butterfly like creature i don't like it <laughs> well you're a sexist <laughs> so yeah. you don't like any women doing anything powerful and beautiful and amazing clearly oh that that clearly yep <laughs> that's the reason that's the reason it's not that that would suck but all right, well, I do want to talk about the Obi Wan show as well because okay. that one is cooking. Um, and the the most uh, interesting thing I've heard with that in the last couple of weeks has been the fact that uh, Liam Neeson. Have you guys heard of Liam Neeson? Do you know who that is? Isn't he like a pop singer, Liam? You're thinking of Liam Gallagher, I think. Liam um, Gallagher. No, Liam Neeson. He's the guy who uh, would, you know, his, his kid always gets, like, stolen from him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, kidnapped by a raging mob of foreigners. Yes. And his name backwards right. is male. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. You've got Liam. <laughs> you've got, there you go. You've got Liam. I like that. You've got Liam. <laughs> and and you just taken his daughter. And he's going to rip you to shreds. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know who Liam Neeson is. Come on, man. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, he was on <laughs> a, a show. Uh, I believe it was. Um, I believe it was on a late night talk show. I'm not sure which one. And they asked him, are you going to be on the Obi-Wan show? And he joked and denied any involvement, which is a, always a clue that they're lying when they, when they make a joke. And his joke mm-hmm. specifically was that they couldn't afford him, which uh, we know is garbage because Disney got rid of Gina Carano and her $6 billion contract. So, for sure, they can afford him. Six billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I he's definitely being, you know, he he wants to be cool like like Mark Hamill, but he's just not. He's not Mark Hamill. You know, he needs to just stop trying. Just be be you, male. Be you, backwards male man. You know, <laughs> backwards male man, Liam. Just be you. Anti gun. That's the thing. Freak. It's like oh, the, he says oh, they can't afford me, but you know. It'll come out in a couple of years that he actually, you know, he loved the Qui-Gon Jinn uh, character so much that he decided to do it for free. Well, I heard he's honestly, I really did hear this. I heard he's only conditionally coming back if they bring midichlorians back into the script. So Ooh. he really enjoyed the science behind that. And he doesn't believe in mysticism and magic and all that crap. He only believes in science. And so therefore midichlorians need to be a part of that script. Or he's done. He's out. Forget it. Hmm. Incidentally, uh, speaking of Liam Neeson, uh, his name backwards being male, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn backwards is Nijnag Ik, which would also be a very cool Star Wars name. Uh-huh. So, Nijnag! Nijnag! <laughs> you just can't say it fast. Or it sounds you will like, get it sounds like what they trouble. drink on Life Day instead of like eggnog. <laughs> they have some Nijnag. With their tip-yip? They drink- yes. Nijnog, I have to say it slowly. Mm. <laughs> Cold spiced Nijnog. Old spice. Brought to you now by a horse. Now a I'm gray a blur. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there needs to be an old spice commercial with, like, instead of you're on a horse, now I'm on a blurg. <laughs> Put that guess, in the notes. <laughs> I, I guess that there somebody should make a graph for how excited fans are about the potential return of, of Nijnog Ik, Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, in this show. And my guess is uh, that the size of their lightsaber boner in their pants will be completely connected to how old they were when Star Wars, uh, when, when they saw Star Wars for the first time. Uh, like those, those prequel teens who were like just out of the egg and they saw uh, Qui-Gon Jinn as his first Jedi they ever knew. They're probably gonna go absolutely um, banana balls over this news. Yeah, they're, it's basically gonna, it would break TikTok. Like the China would completely implode into the you know it would like implode because all the servers, all the TikTok servers that they they scan and scam and uh, you know illegally monitor and run, um, they would basically blow up because if Qui Gon Jinn is is part of Obi Wan, then yeah, because that's totally their generation. That's totally their thing. Like that's their first Jedi, which is really sad to me, but so how would so how you... are they going to do this? I mean, I get, I get how they're going to, you know, it works with the whole Obi-Wan thing, you know, you McGregor's older. It makes sense for him to age into, you know, an Alec Guinness age, uh, Obi-Wan, but you know, how would they work that in? If, if they brought Qui-Gon Jinn back, how would, you know, would they, would they do the whole, uh, Mandalorian Mark Hamill thing where they would just <laughs> you know paste his face on top of somebody or 
How do you think they're I mean, I do think that? it's I think it would be easier because, you know, they'll have to put the blue hue of the Force Ghost around him anyway. Oh, well, he's old enough uh, now. Mark Hamill is old enough now where they could actually have Mark Hamill and then put Liam Neeson's face on Mark Hamill instead of having Sebastian Stan or whatever, you know, Stan uh, stand in. Oh, I, that's funny. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian stand in. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they could have Mark Hamill. They're, you know, he's, he's, you know, what's he doing? He's not doing anything. Hamill Neeson, yeah. a Hamill Neeson collaboration. Uh, well, I, I always thought that, okay, if they did bring Qui-Gon Jinn back to the, to the, sh- you know, to an Obi-Wan show, it would be in flashback form. Ah, it could be, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they could be showing how he, he taught uh, Obi how to carve up some, some robots and stuff. Uh, you know, but make sure I mean, you they got to start the story. Make sure yeah, you start when, when he's six. six years old. Everybody needs to start when they're six years old <laughs> yeah. and then they get hit Damn on it. by like a 12 year old. You, you know, took my storyline. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, I, was... I like that. Did I step on your tail? I'm sorry. It could just no, be a more toes. a more you spiritual, you know, a more spiritual, uh, not flashback, but meditation thing where it's like psychic psychic telephone uh, time. Obi Wan, you know, he he goes out in Tatooine, goes to the bar, he meets a girl he likes, she dumps him, uh, and he's just feeling distraught, and he just goes home and puts on his headspace uh app on his on his force <laughs> phone and and he conjures the image helmet space yes helmet space he conjures the image of of Qui-Gon Qui-Gon Jin consoling him and and you know telling him don't worry become one with the force and then you can become one with any uh any female Jedi so you're saying he should or, kill himself oh, yeah that just got dark. Well, that's, that's sort of what Obi Wan did. The force I mean, is. he probably finds out that the path to eternal, um, you know, eternal life in in Star Wars basically includes the ability to have force sex with anyone in the afterlife, and so that's ah. probably why he trains Obi Wan to do that, and uh, that's why he gives it up at the hands of Darth Vader in Episode Four. Okay, so if Anakin is a force ghost, Sounds who's very... he having force sex with? That's all I need to know in my life right now. It's not Padme because she's not a Jedi. How many female Jedi's are there that actually know that how to, you know, become he, a Force sounds, Ghost? Because you have to learn that it. That sounds oddly familiar to something like Ninety Nine Virgins or something. You know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's too close. You know, he's in the desert, yes, but don't go that far. Become a Jedi and you get fifty green frog-like virgins in your afterlife. <laughs> oh my God! Because I mean, Yoda is the only other Force. Uh, Force Ghost we know of, right? Other than Anakin and um, who else? Obi Wan. Obi Wan. I mean, but yeah. So that's that's a uh, that's and not Luke. Luke. Luke's eventually there. Well, that's Luke true. Leia. In the future, yes. Yeah. So, well, Leia. Okay, so he's having sex with Leia. Qui Gon Jinn is probably having four sex with Leia because you know. No, no, time... no, Anakin. I want to know Anakin. So you're saying Anakin is doing his daughter? That's messed up, man. No, I know that family's got some problems, but dude. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars always crosses the line of uh, sibling. Um, infidelity but no i don't think that's happening well we brought up game of thrones thrice now if you ask me right well yeah if benioff and way were writing this and that would be what would happen i suppose all right right up there, so Allie. so do you think do you think that we'll get more of a flashback with liam or it'll be more of like what i'm talking about like just this consoling psychic connection i think it'll be his voice <laughs> yeah it could be his voice um uh i think it, if he if they had him as like you know, the the fo- like a force ghost, it would be kind of annoying. Just be like com- coming up often, like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Um, 
I'm taking a shower. <laughs> they didn't have enough water on Tatooine to take a shower, vegan. <laughs> Speaking of Tatooine. Oh, I forget the lower, you know, the lower uh, economy can't afford the water. Right. Speaking of Tatooine and how hot it is right now and how terrible Dagobah is right now, are there, like, any good planets to visit right now for the summer? Like, I need a summer vacation. Like, I need to get off planet, like, yeah. you can go, ASAP. Go to Hoth. Yeah, let's let's Hoth talk about it. What what would me. be your Star Wars planet of choice uh if you if you could have a summer vacation somewhere? Where would it be? Ooh. I'd want I know exactly where I'd want it to be, but are there seasons is what I need to know. So I don't is it like think could so. I go to could I go to Naboo in the winter during my summer cuz that would be like perfect. Just a little bit of snow, a little bit of ice. Not Hoth, man. Hoth is just it's like come on, man. It needs some climate change. You know where I want to go? I want to go to Exegol because (laughs) I mean, you have no soul. You have the thun. You have the thunderstorms at night, and I just love the sound of you know thunderstorms when I go to sleep. It's just, just like so soothing. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. Is that the only uh, lightning we've had in Star Wars? I I guess there may have been lightning on Dagobah or maybe Camino. Fingers, finger lightning. Don't forget finger lightning. Oh, I meant well. Yeah, I meant the the meteorological kind. But um, didn't they have a Dagobah had lightning? A lot of it. it. Yeah, that's what made him crash. You know, Luke with the Force. uh, He couldn't handle some lightning (laughs) twice. (laughs) 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 That's his weakness. It's like uh, glass. It's like oh, your weakness is water. Oh, your weakness is lightning. I'm still pissed about What about, about Duper? How... Where would you go? Where would come on? Oh. Um, Fill us in. I mean What's your plans for this blue boy summer? For summer vacation for Star Wars Planet. Um yeah, what what makes it a blue boy summer anyway, by the way? Um uh, I guess I would go to I I mean I, I want to go somewhere that has the best food in the summer. So I would probably and, and the recreation and, and stay out of the heat. So I think I'd go to like Kentabite. Because they have those like sauna rooms there, and you can watch the watch the animals being uh, abused in in the racetrack, which is always fun, especially in the summertime. Uh, so yeah, I think <laughs> I think I'd go there. That's what I was gonna say. Didn't Rose Tico put her entire fist through that town and destroy it or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what about they're so oh, rich can they can vi- rebuild? You could visit Broom Boy. There's find something out what he's up to now. Yeah, you know, Broom Boy needs a summer broom job man. anyway. He's broom so man I now. could like set up a little uh, recording studio on Cantabite. Um, and there's something very poetic about, you know, wandering through European, like, cobblestone streets in the summer as well. Oh, we um, should totally do an on-location podcast of Canto Bite. Absolutely. Next, next podcast, Ooh. we should do an on-location, on and maybe we can talk to that guy with the red flower and find out what his whole deal is. The plum. We should interview ah. him. That 007 red flower guy. guy. Yeah, red flower guy, who kind of looks like Bruce Campbell, but isn't. The Master Codebreaker on Cantobite. Yeah. I don't want to interview Benicio Del Toro ever because he's just too... It's like he doesn't have a volume control switch sometimes, and and sometimes he'll just make random noises come out of his mouth. You know, Mm. it scares me. Like, I'll just be having a conversation with the guy. It's like, hey, uh, Benicio, would you like some milk? Uh, Yes, I would. (laughs) Love some milk! (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. Is, is he having a stroke? Oh, what's dear. going on with this guy? <laughs> he he is having a stroke, I think, continually. So that makes yeah. sense. Ooh. 
Oof. Anyway. <laughs> what is Blue Boy Summer? I don't get it. Is that like Blue Man Group or is it something with Thrawn? What is that? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you, you guys didn't hear that? No, tell no, us tell about, me about that, it. Vegan. Tell me all about it. Well, um, Thrawn uh, declared this summer, 2021, as Blue Boy Summer. Hmm. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the news you can handle at Begging Star Wars. <laughs> I, 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 man, your your acquaintance and familiarity with the archive of canon materials on FakingStarWars.net is truly dizzying, uh, vegan. So, so there was a story Thank that you. came out on Memorial Day of this year on Faking Star Wars. Uh, net, which you should go visit all the time, every day, every second. Um, and basically, this story indicated that you know it's time for uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn declaring a blue boy summer. Um, I'll just read this quote uh, from Thrawn himself. He said, "I just got this feeling that the summer is about to be a blue." Blue Boy Summer, said the Chiss Mastermind during a press conference held aboard his Star Destroyer. I'm not talking about like Pantorans or Shagrians, you know, evil type blue. I'm talking about me, Max Rebo, Watto type blue boy summer. I believe the galaxy Hell can yeah. vibe with that. And once we win their hearts and minds, allegiance is all but secured. So, yeah, sounds like he's on the road to conquering the summer with the color blue. What's Thrawn's first name? Oh, ah, it's some, Admiral, is it? some long first name. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like um, Tony. Or Billy? Something. Tony Billy Thrawn. Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio. Hey, I'm an Antonio Thrawn over here. Forget about it. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. It's Mithraw Naruto. Yeah, Mithraw oh Naruto. Mithraw Say that Naruto. ten times fast. What's that backwards? Isn't that... Oduarun Warhutlum. War. It's got war in it backwards. Ooh. Isn't that what Frodo wore underneath his shirt? He had the Mithra Naruto. Yes, that's right. Underneath, and then the troll stabbed him, and he stayed alive. And it was blue as well. So Interesting. Everyone's going to have to wear underwear out of blue-linked chain mail this summer as well. That's one of the stipulations for... Grand Admiral Thrawn's summer. Uh, He's um, nice. I like Thrawn. He's nice. I have to be honest. I don't actually know what a blue boy summer is referencing as a joke. It I seems either, to be a fun uh, or a you know, joke. Hot boy or? summer, white boy summer. I guess Tom Hanks's son said something about white boy summer. And then he got canceled, uh, but only a little bit because he's a Hanks. I do remember something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about how he was just gonna do white boy things or something. What are white boy things? What are what are blue boy things? What? Well, so I confused. can tell you a few of those, but not on a PG thirteen rated podcast, team. Okay. <laughs> yes, but huh? Interesting. Maybe we'll get Mithra. some Thrawn in some of the materials here. Uh, this you know in the next. That's what I'd like to see. Well. And obviously. We're going to find out more about him because Ahsoka mentions him in Mandalorian. So that's what I want to know about. I want to know about Ahsoka's show because she's definitely going to be going after Thrawn. That's going to be the big baddie in her. We've arc. heard nothing well, didn't about she get that canceled show? because she made some kind of anti-trans comment. Yeah, she's a she's a black woman, a conservative black woman. Uh, I guess who made some anti-trans comment and possibly is being recast on the Ahsoka show. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, 
because she's a she's anti anti some other minority that she is not. <laughs> How did I not hear that? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Or is this some R news? <laughs> no, no, no. Are you kidding? I definitely me? heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so let me ask you this: Who are they not going to cancel at Disney? Is the better question. She she just had a lawsuit that oh was God. Um, she where she was assaulting and abusing a trans man. You didn't hear that? No, yeah. I thought that was Chrissy Teigen. No, but I mean, I guess the she was cleared of of any wrongdoing, but she paid off the right people in Disney World. Probably. So she as, of the May, mouse went, as of May, as of May twenty first, please don't get rid of me, Mister Mouse. I'll <laughs> leave it at that because it's PG thirteen. <laughs> As of May 21st, um, it turns out that the Rangers of the New Republic is totally not in development, which you kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but that series was uh, supposed to have uh, Ahsoka in it as well. Oh, no, I guess not. Sorry, hold on. No, let me, wasn't let me she going to have her own show called right. Ahsoka? Now I'm getting confused here with, with all the different shows. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, this article is just saying that Rangers of the New Republic is canceled. Ahsoka Tano is still on. So yeah. it seems like it's okay that she's anti-trans because she's a different minority in America. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, she was in Kids, okay. so she's okay. She gets a pass. Ooh. Interesting. Anybody that was in that movie gets a pass for life. You have that was to be messed up movie. You have to be crazy to think that you're going to be canceled for anything at Disney um, if you're not a white male, right? You never know. Hmm. How are there any Gina white males wasn't. left in Disney? There shouldn't be, in my opinion. I that's mean, why, after Bill that's why I wear a helmet so nobody can tell what race I am anyway. Because every uh, time I go into Disney, they, they ask to see my ID so that they can determine if I am woke or not based on my, my uh, ethnic identity. And because I wear a mask, they're not able to determine that. And they always allow me in because I wear a T-shirt that says um, that I'm woke. And so they're okay with it then. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. I am woke. Yeah. <laughs> it works out great. And so. it's just got a picture of you. It's just your stormtrooper helmet. That's great. That it, needs to be on our, our merch. It's a picture just of me coming out of waking up helmet. out of bed, rubbing my helmet eyes. You know? <laughs> I am woke. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Mrs. Duper's got a cup of coffee right there, you know, coaxing me out of my slumber. If the next person that goes to Disney World isn't wearing that shirt, then we've failed as content people, whatever we are. I agree. Uh, Oh, I know. So I've been having trouble keeping up uh, with The Bad Batch, but I did catch up this past week and watch the latest episode uh, where they do surgery on each other. Um, What did you think of it, Teeb? What? (laughs) Well, I thought that... surgery on each other? Omega... Omega Prime or whatever her name is, you know, Omega Cron, Omega Six, whatever her name is. Um, clearly, she left a sponge in Wrecker, and Ooh. that's why he went all mental. And nobody's even talking about that, but it's obviously her fault. Like everything else on that show is her fault. Dang! Did it's you say like, she left a sponge in him? Yeah, today. <laughs> today she left a sponge in him. During during uh, surgery, a today sponge, yeah. Today sponge, the hell is that? I'm not. I feel like I'm. You're making wordplay here that I'm not smart <laughs> enough or woke enough, possibly, to understand. 
<laughs> it's a Seinfeld reference, you goofs. Oh, <laughs> ah, right, right. So it's like leaving a scalpel or scissors or something in the yeah, guy. Yeah, right? I can't leave. I can't lead you to every joke. Some some jokes you're gonna get. Some jokes you're not gonna get. Hopefully, somebody on the podcast listening to the podcast got the joke. That's all that matters. Not you, clowns. To, to be fair, or listeners, referencing a joke that somebody else wrote and performed in my mind does not qualify you as having made a joke. <laughs> Well, what are but, jokes if yeah. not just references to other things? Who knows how jokes are formed? <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I guess that could have happened, but it seemed like the surgery was done sort of remotely with like neutrons or some kind of radiation, I guess. Um, what would you rate? Would you Do you think this episode was hot or would you say it came in cold, I guess, um, to use another term from a podcast that we all like? Loose cannon boys rate it as coming in hot or cold. Uh, I don't know. What do you Who think? Were you asking? I couldn't say. Yeah, I I couldn't say. I I haven't been watching. You didn't watch it, vegan. I thought. Um, I heard that they were gonna turn it to like um kind of like a new show called The Dad Batch, where it was kind of like three men and a baby sort of feel. Um, That's what we were all hoping know, for. The, it already is for the oh my, for the yeah. Omega uh character and everything but um you know they never changed the name so i just kind of hmm kind of kind of trailed off on that well one. you mentioned uh teeb you mentioned wrecker and omegacron 6 who is your favorite character on the bad batch obviously it's wrecker i mean hmm. he's just the most interesting he's very direct he you know goes after what he wants he likes dolls um and you know he's and mentally little, unbalanced. That's little candies weird. too. They they share some weird kind of like Chex mix or you know whatever kind of like party mix of candy that they steal. My, my favorite scene with Wrecker is when the one guy uh actually I think it's Omega. Omega throws like a piece of of uh candy or something at one of the one of the other clone troopers. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around, he talks some crap and then the guy turns around and then Wrecker takes an entire like tray of food and just throws it at the guy. <laughs> like he like he like he, he completely escalates the situation to the nth degree and I love it because it's even though Omega started it and she's in total monkey wrench. Can, can I just bring something up? No. That the the Bad Batch is just a straight ripoff of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Explain. Okay, so explain yourself. All all of the, you know, all of the bad batch guys are each one of the turtles, okay? You know. And the Omega Cabra, uh the Omega character is like April O'Neil. Who's Splinter? Who's Splinter? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't watch this show. Splinter is um <laughs> the other uh clone guy, Rex. Yeah, the the guy with the uh Echo? The eye. You mean Echo? The, you know, the no, guy Rex. who uh, broke off and went to the bad people. Oh, he's really bad. Oh, that's um, that's Bullseye or whatever. Shredder. Yeah, Shredder. That guy. No, no, not Shredder. Splinter is the rat. Splinter is the rat that is like their leader. So who's their leader? They don't really have a leader. It's Rex. Rex is their leader? Yeah. He comes in at this episode. Didn't you watch it? Yeah, I totally watched it. <laughs> and I know everything about it, obviously. <laughs> so... He's Splinter? That just seems like a bit of a stretch. Hey, I'm just telling you. Uh, that's that's what I know. Huts are known for their, okay, their okay. stretching and so, flexibility. Didn't you know that, Teeb? Both physically so rap, and metaphorically. 
So we need to get into this then. <laughs> yeah, right? So we need to get into this then. Raphael is Wrecker. Yeah? Sure. Whatever. Okay. Who's Leonardo? He's that painter guy. Echo. So Echo is Leonardo? Okay. What about Michelangelo? That'd be Hunter. No. Hunter is Leonardo. So who's Donatello then? Donatello is Tech. 100%. Ah, okay. Yep. That makes sense. See? See, you guys are filling in the puzzle for yourself. Oh, because Donatello yeah. is the nerd, he's the smart right? One. Yeah, he's, he's the smart he's one. He's the dork. He's the incel yeah. of the bunch of the turtles as well, right? Yes. Oh. So Why were there never any, speaking of the turtle, why were there never any female Ninja Turtles, and why haven't people been up in arms about that? They had them. They had them. No. They did have them. Yes, they did. They had female Ninja Turtles. Look it up. Name one of their names. Donatella. Because if they had no names, <laughs> then they were just basically f- babies for the other turtles <laughs> to like, you know, populate the world with their their ninja reptilian <laughs> nonsense. I don't know. I don't think we can leave that into the podcast. <laughs> no. I just remember there were girl ones. There weren't, and 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 you know, I think that I think that this Bad Batch show is improved uh, by the presence of Omega. I. I don't really know what her character arc is going to be. I think they're doing a slow burn on her. But without her, it would just seem kind of like the bumbling, you know, Larry yeah. Curly and Moe kind of uh, uh, almost like the uh, what? Are, well, the A-team, I guess, is really I, what I guarantee is. you when they were in the writing room, they were like, Bad Batch, all right, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, totally. Okay, so what do they do? Um... Well, they're the Bad Batch, right? And you know, and so that's I think how Omega came about. They were like, they need to have something that they can play off of, so you understand their personalities and that you can see them evolving and blah blah blah. Because just between them themselves, eh, they're you know they've been together forever. There's nothing new about that. Even though we don't know their origin, it's not important, right? Well, we and, and also, I mean, like, are. if they if they had uh, if they didn't have Omega, basically the main plot would be just um, doing psychic surgery on their brains, getting their inhibitor chips out, and that'd yes. be it. So, mm. yeah. Um. Well, guys, you know, I'm just sweating through my suit here, and I need to get in the shower. Uh, so, unfortunately, that's all for this week. Tell the listeners where they can and cannot find us. Well, you can actually follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Real Faking Star Wars. If you want to submit a question to us on Twitter, use the hashtag hashtag FSW Radio <laughs> and we may read it next week. Only if you what? put a hashtag in it. Wait, uh, so is it the hashtag. word hashtag and hashtag yeah. FSW <laughs> Radio? Hashtag, yes. Yes. Made uh, out of hashtags. You have to spell the word hashtag using only <laughs> hashtags uh, in like ASCII oh art. Um, nice. And you can also get official FSW t-shirts and other great gear like uh, socks and stuff at t-shirts um, on our t-shirt store at bit.ly slash FSW merch. And you can follow me on Twitter at StormDuper. I check my Twitter every year at least once. You can follow me at VeganTheHut. And you can follow me at TBrontor. That's T-E-E-B-R-O-N-T-R. And follow FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well. And if you like what you hear, I don't know why you would, but you can support us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Wars. Please sign up to become a patron. You support us fakers financially to keep making the content that you love. 
but you also get a reward. So even if you're a selfish bastard, it's still worth your while for as little as one buck a month. So who talks first? That you, you talk first. You're, you're, you're two. You're number two. <coughs> Join... I'm number one. Oh, okay. My bad. Oops. Sorry. Join us. Join us as we Padawan read the credits to the podcast. The Mediacratics, Darth Taxis, and Keith Harmon, who support us at the Fake Jedi Night level. 97 Bravo supports us at the Fake Jedi Sentinel level as well. Yes. And I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that there's not more fake Jedi Sentinels. We should have some more Sentinels, and we should create another level for people who are real Sentinels and Senators as well. Mm. I, I want to just shout out a thanks to 797 Bravo for coming to our Twitter spaces we had a few weeks ago. Also, he yes. came. That was great. Yeah. For the That's entire, what I was going to say. He was, he was great. Yeah, the entire arduous, excruciating experience. He was a part of that. It was fantastic. So. I thought it was great. I, I I didn't think it was arduous. I mean, I was not. I was just there. I didn't have to do anything. Just be myself, which was <laughs> amazing. Right. Obviously. Anyway, so have you written us a review yet? Have you? Because if not, just please consider giving us a five star review on iTunes, Podchaser, or your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us appear. You know, when people use Star Wars in the review, so it, it, it helps us appear on their podcast app. So faking Star that. Wars. And if you're fun, and if you write a funny review, we may even read it on an upcoming episode. One more thing before we go, we want to invite you to join the FSW Discord server. It's a free online chat room full of fakers discussing Star Wars, other nerd culture topics, and even playing some games. And the link is bit.ly FSW Discord. And the FSW needs to be all in capitals because Discord can't figure out how to program. Yes. Before I end the show. I did also want to announce that we have um, started a Faking Star Wars Radio Podcast Network, and it's home to some of the finest podcasts in the galaxy. We would love for you to subscribe and leave a five-star review on any of the podcasts that are part of the network, so Faking Star Wars Radio, The Film Grouch Show, brought to you by Rick Swift, uh, The Mando Roundup, of course, which is our weekly review show of The Mandalorian, uh, Galactic Brink, which is the worst Star Wars talk show podcast on the Holonet, hosted by none other than Darth Papa Bear. And last but not least, From a Monkey Lizard's Point of View, which is a bite-sized show hosted by the infamous Bub the Monkey Lizard. You can join Bub for all his thoughts and views on all things Star Wars, pop culture, and beyond. Yeah, Bub was actually on TV. I just wanted to give him a little, uh, you know, shout-out for that. I thought it was pretty cool. Hey, Good morning, America. Talking with none other than Dave right. Filoni. That's right. Yes. Good. That was sort of his interview America. to be allowed to be a part of the Faking Star Wars podcast network. We were so impressed with his performance that we begged him to come on. So you mean we were watching nice. his career with great interest? Yes. Yep. Does that make me Sheev? Scouting them. The podcast equivalent of Sheev? So... Well, anyway, as always, please stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy parody and satire. And thanks to you and all of our followers for listening. And of course, even in this hot summer, may the foe be with you. And don't forget to sign your children up for Vegan Camp. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we don't want to forget that. Bye. See you next time, everyone.